Tuesday, August 9, Toby and TJ back with you. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment here on The Wrap, the home of Sooner fans. 25 days to kick off. Dave Hunziker going to join me next segment. We'll talk a little OSU football. The Cowboys landed at number 15 on our countdown today. North Carolina State at 14. By the end of the week, TJ, we will have only the top 10 left. Uh, I won't be around Friday, by the way. I am headed down to Dallas for the annual OU Club of Dallas my preseason day. golf tournament and get-together. So uh, I won't be around on Friday. So we'll do two teams again on Thursday. Then We did not quickly, we did not, because of the hubbub yesterday, get to talk uh, Big Brother. We had Big Brother on Sunday night, TJ. Your thoughts? Holy cow! Uh, what happened on that? There's so much that's uh, happened. Uh, head in the last of household two days. is Michael. Michael. Michael got one head of household. Yes, and uh, he nominated. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the three, uh, the trio, uh, the trio, the three guys. Terrence, uh, Everybody wants him to Joseph. get my guy Daniel out of the house, but he's considering maybe making a big move. Um. I don't know what he thinks that big move's going to be. If he thinks he can flip the votes to get Monty out, I guess that is a big move. Um, Daniel has lost his mind in a way that I kind of hope he does pull it off so that Daniel stays because there's a bit of crazy going on around, around him right now that even the shaving of the beard suddenly, I'm like, you look weird, man. Like, what's going on with you? So, um... I think we're heading to some explosions real quick. Kyle's already confused. He's in love. I think he's being played and manipulated perfectly. Um, and by I, her? Yes, by her. She's not playing him. She's in love. I think she is, but I think she would cut his throat in a second if she had the opportunity. Yeah, whereas he is making uh, marriage plans and how am I going to propose on finale night? I don't think she can see straight. She's so in love. I don't think there's any way she would vote out Kyle. (laughs) Hey, someone still needs to ask her, who's the special person you need to be with? Who's your person you can't be without? Is it a boyfriend or is this just your mom or someone? Please explain. Uh, I'm sure Sean knows the answer to this. Hasn't he, uh, after dark, (laughs) figured out who the person is or something? Um. But no, uh, another good episode. 
I saw what the competition was, and I said, oh, Michael's got a legitimate shot at this. He's good at certain things, and uh, I think he's going to yeah. win a lot more competitions as we go along here and keep him. He and, might win this whole you know, thing. Crazy eyes uh, floating throughout this team as long as they have the the festy bestie uh, twist going on, which I think will end soon, and they'll all be going back to individual games. But uh, he's Probably. good at competitions. I, I'm, I think he's got a good social game. I think he's really smart. I think he's got a chance to win this thing. This week's episode solidifies a very unpopular opinion, both on this show and in my own house. But I love Jasmine. Oh my! Gosh. I think she's fantastic. Ah, uh, you've loved the her whole, the whole time. I think she's hilarious, man. The whole muffin episode. Oh, she, <laughs> she I forgot about in. the muffin. Hey, you got my muffin? Then stinky Who boy. Who ate my muffin? Stinky boy ate her muffin. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one uh, scene where Kyle and Alyssa are like making out in the uh, uh, pantry, and she pops her head in. Did you eat my muffin? <laughs> and she still and got the crutch, she... even though she's got uh, the uh, cane, even though she's got a walking boot. Just walk. Kyle doesn't even touch her foot, and she's like, ah, ah, and. <laughs> What's his name? Tanner. Turner is like, or Turner, yeah. Yeah, he's like, no, he's rolling his eyes, and I was, she is so over the top, dramatic, and the accent. I don't. I know it's an unpopular opinion that I'm a one man boat. I think she's hilarious. I think she's so funny. I'm rooting for. Her. I'm rooting for Jasmine. That's not who I have. She's got no chance at winning. Remember on the balance beam when she was trying to do the competition? I'm like, why are you even going out there? Because it was entertaining. It was funny. She was like, I need to win this. Oh, my gosh. My thing was I was waiting for her to fall off and snap the other ankle. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) As soon as this one gets healthy, she'll hurt something else. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Somebody, she didn't even label the muffins ate. either. She just put them in a baggie. No. Who's to say that that's <laughs> your muffin? Just left it right <laughs> out on the counter. Turner ate half a muffin just to drive her crazy. Is hilarious, and it worked. She's like walking around. Ah, oh, great! What a show! What a great award-winning show! <laughs> All right. <laughs> How Daisy do last night? By the way, um, did all right. Did all right. She's just busy, man. We're not used to puppy being that busy, but she is a little freaked out over Bronx being gone. Bronx has become her best friend, mm. and the fact that he wasn't there yesterday, she kept running to his room and looking for him, and she knows exactly where to go find him, too. She just kept staring up at his gaming chair like, wait, why isn't he in his gaming chair playing video games? So that was a little confusing for her, but slept in the kennel last night, slept all night. Uh, as far as I know, we didn't hear her whining or anything, so... She did good last night. Did good. I got to tell you, my house is, uh, I get, we got a lot of dogs, but I'm going to have to videotape this sometime. Like, they all four belong to someone else. And they all four know what beds room to go to, to or what rooms which, to go yeah, to. Yeah, which room is their room. <laughs> so if they're all outside and we let them in and you say, go to your room, Blue will go to Trevor's room, Stitches will go to Peyton's room. Piglet will go to Chloe's room, and uh, which one am I? Oh, Lucky will go to our room. It's that's funny. awesome. Like that's it's funny. amazing. It how is amazing. Smart they are, you know. They they we you know where our rooms are. And if you tell, 
Like sometimes Blue will sleep with Chloe. She sometimes she likes to hang out with Piglet. If you if she, you tell her nope, you're going to Chloe's room tonight, she's like, well, okay, she'll run over to Chloe's room. Like she's they're so smart. But I remember those uh, those puppy days are uh, brutal. Okay, well, man, I feel like so this is kind of what what I feel is developing today, TJ, is kind of like a game week after a loss. You know, we had our Monday reaction, and then it really got unhinged on Tuesday. That kind of feels like we're in the early stages of. I feel more anger. There's out more there anger today. out there on this text line. I'm I'm having to. I thought yesterday I was I was having to watch kind of some of the stuff that I read and not get myself in trouble. I've had to do that a lot more today than yesterday. There are a lot of people mad today, just straight up mad. And they're they they are mad because they do not feel like Kale should this have shouldn't been, have happened. should have resigned. They they are not. I guess the assumption is he didn't resign on his own. He's being forced to resign, and they shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. He should still be there coaching. Uh, should be allowed the mistake. Um, here's one. They've turned into a woke program. Gundy did no wrong. Uh, I mean, uh, there's a lot you of... You can't say Gundy did no wrong. You can't say that. Even right. he would admit... Even he admitted. He did yeah. something wrong here. So, um, why can't we just how, talk how through you... things anymore? There's a, There's a lot of that. There's a lot of anger this morning. I think so many people woke up yesterday and we gave them the news... And they sat there through a good portion of the day just in complete shock. Like, wait a minute. What did they just say this morning? Like, Kel Gundy? Like, he's not there? He's not at OU? And it took them a little while to process it. And now today the anger is coming out. I mean, you just can't say it. You just can't. I'm not – I. I'm all for – I don't know what I'm for. I just, this seems pretty. This seems pretty cut and dry to me, I guess. Like, I'm trying to imagine different scenarios where this is acceptable and allowed to be okay in a university setting or public setting like this or whatever the case may be. Some scenarios, including myself, I'm just trying to think of different scenarios where, you know, let's say somebody types up a card for me to read at a game or something, and I Mm -hmm. read it, and then I, and then I do it a couple more times, like you know, like oh, I said that word, and I keep saying it. I would be fired before the before the game's over, I think, right, Teach? I mean, I would. I think somebody goes into the booth and says, "You got to leave now." Probably pull you out of the booth. That's probably true. Um, so I just I'm trying to. I hate it. I love Kale. I love him. I hate it. I think it's entirely possible here. Again, here comes naive Toby. I think it's entirely possible that Kale, being the upstanding guy that he is and loving this program like he does, said, "I made a mistake." I made a, a mistake that's, that the only answer is for me to resign here. And this was a cooperative effort. I think that's possible. Is that crazy, TJ, that he's on the same page here and this isn't as controversial as everybody thinks it is? Is that possible? It's possible by the end of the, the conversation with him and Brent that he felt that way. Yeah, it's possible. Absolutely. 
we might be arguing something that even Kale would say, listen, the right thing's being done here. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe Kale's listening right now and is like, dude, I want to keep my job. I've put in uh, 30 years. I should be allowed a second chance and all the kind of things that are being said. But well, if he is, uh, I just, please, I don't know. Uh, 405 329 Kale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll put you right know. through. I don't know. I hate that. It, I hate that this has ha- happened for everybody involved, and um, just not a, just a bad deal. It's a but, bad. Yeah, it feels like just read what you've read on the text line so far that the um, the angry game week mob for a Tuesday. We always say Tuesday's the crazy day after a loss. It feels like, or like, oh, last year after some wins. Tuesday was the crazy day. Feels like Tuesday is the day when people are ready to uh, storm the castle today. You've wasted two months of this guy's time. He doesn't like you or your morning show. He loves you as a play-by-play guy. Great play-by-play guy. Horrible sports radio. You're a waste of his time in the morning if he wants sports. I don't want Big Brother or food choices. I've tried for two months. I'm done. I honestly can't believe he stuck in there for two months. <laughs> I know two like, months is a long time. We appreciate you giving you. us eight weeks. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Uh, no, see you. Appreciate it. Uh, we won't miss you. Uh, I appreciate you giving me two months. I'm sorry I couldn't win you over. Best of luck to you in your future radio listening endeavors. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame you at all. It's a stupid show. Both you of us can't are stupid. say. That Jasmine's uh, disappearing muffin was not great radio. Sorry. It was great radio. <laughs> great radio. <laughs> uh, it was great radio. By the way, uh, I did a chicken enchilada casserole is what I had for dinner last night, TJ. I tried a new recipe. <laughs> Bronx really is gone this week. We're uh, heavy chicken this week on our uh, our menu this week with Bronx. Air fryer? Out. Big air fryer? Uh, big air fryer. Uh, some uh, garlic what, and herb. Bronx uh, not chicken. like chicken? He's not a huge uh, chicken, uh, you know, just like a, a chicken breast. He, he's fine with, like, some fingers or some nuggets or some fried chicken but the chicken breast you know just the grilled he's just he's not down with we're just making sure the guy turned the channel and didn't just stick around just to... car problems did one of us have car problems you mentioned car problems huh mm, car problems i don't know mm. maybe tj janet and j-rod just picked up a new listener dave hunziker joins us next The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. All right, welcome back. We got Dave, Teach? Yes, Dave's already good. Very good. Let's welcome in now the play-by-play voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, a man that I got to hang out with uh, last week a little bit, Dave Hunziker. Good morning, Dave. Toby, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you today, my friend? Everything's good. It's good. It was great to see you last week. Great to work oh, with you last fun. week. We don't, yeah, we that don't get to do really that very fun. often. No, we don't. We Not at all. That was really fun. It's a cool. Uh, for bo- the whole, all, everything about that's really cool. We're talking about the uh, Devin uh, announcement. Yeah. For both of us to be pulling on the same rope is a, a rarity. So uh, kind of cool to experience something like that. 
All right, let's yeah, uh, talk about your your football team. I want to start uh, on the coaching staff. What have you uh, What have you seen from Derek Mason so far? A lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm, and you know he'll have his own tweaks to the defense, but for the most part, it'll be what's been run here before. That's really I was talking to someone the other day about this. It's been in coaching. That's sort of how things have changed. It used to be you'd hire a coordinator and come in and everything would change and it would be totally about their stuff. That's not really true anymore. A lot of cases, guys will come in as new coordinators and they'll just sort of pick up from where the other person left off and he'll have his own, he'll have his own take on it. He has his own spins to it, but oh boy, a lot of energy and a, and a, and a lot of enthusiasm. And again, with his background, I mean, he's even, you know, he's been a head coach. He's worked at Stanford. He's worked in the NFL it's just he just brings so many positives to the table, and so far so good. Tremendous defense last year, a lot of losses. Malcolm Rodriguez maybe at the top of that list. Who are uh, a couple of guys, or how many ever you want to name, who you feel like are going to step up this year and, and be difference makers defensively for them? Well, as you said, you're replacing a lot in the back end. You know, both starting corners two of the three starting safeties, both linebackers. He lost two All-Americans, not only Rodriguez, but Colby Harvell Peel. The first time we've lost two All-Americans on defense in the same year. And we've had two All-Americans once before on defense. You go back to the Leslie O'Neill days of the 80s. But to lose two in the same year, that's you know that, that's, that's a new thing. We've not been through that before. Xavier Benson is a young man you'll remember. Fans will remember from when he played at Texas Tech for a year, and he started there for a season before going the junior college direction. And he's been very good at linebacker taking over for Rodriguez. So that seems to be in good hands. And then a guy to keep an eye on, I think, is a redshirt freshman, Kendall Daniels uh, from Beggs, who had, was going to A&M, had signed with A&M. Some things happened there where he ended up getting out of his letter of intent, and then he ended up at Oklahoma State. You know, he's 6'4", roughly 200 pounds in that run-fit safety role, and, you know, someone who, you know, physically really looks the part. Uh, you know, he's young as a redshirt freshman, but a lot of a lot of talent there, a lot of physical ability, and so he's something we're obviously, you know, someone we're obviously keeping a close eye on. And Thomas Harper at another safety position, uh, the other safety that uh, needs to be replaced, you know, he's played a lot of snaps. I think he played in the range of 300 to 350 snaps last year, if I remember correctly. So he's played a lot. You know, he should be fine. And, and they've always liked their young corners who just played a little more as the season went along. Jabbar Muhammad and Corey Black. Muhammad actually started the Fiesta Bowl uh, for Oklahoma State. And, and, and as those guys have gained more experience, they've held up pretty well. So lots of, you know, I think there's talent there for sure, but really lacking in experience that's that's the piece that's that's a little unsettling spencer sanders uh, mvp of the fiesta bowl preseason big 12 offensive player of the year seems like he's been around forever up there dave he's back this year um where did you see him take a step forward last year and where does he need to be better this year in your mind i think just decision making ball security all of those basics, and if nothing else, just the ability to manage the game wisely and take what was given. You know, last year, that's what 
this is how this team played for 10 to 11 weeks. They just took what was available. You know, if they got the lead, they just sat on it, which for him required a lot of patience because really the way his motor runs, he would rather take off and try to go make plays and make plays running and make plays throwing on the run. Well, that's just not what the situation called for. And he did a really good job of managing that because he just didn't try to force anything. When your defense is that good, it didn't make any difference. All you had to do was just punt. Now, as we got later into the season, that changed. You're playing a team like Oklahoma, who is by far the best offensive team that we saw. And in Notre Dame, when you fell behind, those were different types of situations. You know, and as far as what can happen this year, you know, but he'll probably be asked to do more. Uh, I think this is a team, because of its lack of experience on defense, you know, you won't be able to play the way you played last year. You're going to have to probably be a little more aggressive offensively, which means he probably runs it more, which means they'll be playing faster on a more regular basis. That's what they did in the Fiesta Bowl. When they fell behind, they were really good at it. But they'll be doing that more frequently, whereas last year they rarely, if ever, did it until the Fiesta Bowl. So there's, there's, there'll be different things will be required of him this year. And so it's a much different, it's a much different set of circumstances. Is Dominic Richardson going to be the guy in your mind to, to be the main ball carrier? He would probably be the leading candidate. You know, durability is a question mark because he's only had one time when he's carried the ball 10 or more times in back-to-back games. He, you know, and he's had some, issues with just being durable enough so we'll see uh you know they can do it they can do it by committee historically that's not been a successful solution for oklahoma state you know you you know you you look at it historically you kind of look at crunch some of the numbers i mean when when oklahoma state has had a thousand yard rusher since 2013 the combined records 39 and 13 in the seasons when they've not had a thousand yard rusher, the record's twenty four and fifteen. They've they've been much better when they've had a bell cow. Now, Spencer Sanders makes up for some of that, but does he make up for all of it? That's probably that's probably a push. So do they have to have someone step into that role and be prominent? I guess they don't, but history tells us they're better off if that does happen. Who's a breakout star for you potentially offensively for this team this year? Oh, a, a, a breakout star, you know, probably one of the young wide receivers. You know, Jaden Bray would come to mind, a young man from Norman who, you know, was really thrown into the fire last year. They they really did not intend on him playing as much as early as he did. And because of all the injuries to the receivers, they just didn't have a choice. And he had to play. And a lot of the other young players, you know, Rashad Owens had to do the same. But you know, he really, you know, he made a lot of plays early in the year and had some big touchdown catches when they had to have them because they just didn't, they didn't have anybody else. And so he's someone that comes to mind. And some of the other receivers, you know, obviously I mentioned Owen. You know, Braden Johnson is, is not a young player, but he missed all of last year basically. And he's as fast as anyone on the team and has made some, some big plays, you know, a deep ball threat. You know, he's back and, and appears to be healthy, and you know, while he would maybe qualify as a breakout, he's someone who last year was not part of the equation. So those receivers probably come to mind. It's it, you know, and then of course Brendan Presley is is returning, but he's he's well established. Yeah, he's already broken. He's already broken out. Yeah, so. he's broken. Um, yeah, he's, he's biggest broken. Con- 
biggest concern for you on this team? Running back. Yeah, running back, without a doubt. You know, you've, you've got to find answers there. And it would be great if someone steps up and does it prominently. Again, just not to say that it's accurate, but history does tell us, as I mentioned earlier, that this, is, this, this program has a lot more success when they have a bell cow. So I think running back is it. You know, if someone really needs to grab that, take off with it, and, 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 try, to, and try to be that guy. Again, with Spencer Sanders probably being more assertive running, well, they shouldn't say assertive. They'll ask him to be more assertive running it. He would have been, he'd have been happy to, anytime you want him to run, he's happy to do it. You know, that might make up for some of it, but I don't know if it makes up for enough of it or not. So for, for sure, for me, it's running back. Dave, what year will this be for you? We're over 20 now, right? Oh, shoot. Yeah. 22, I think. 20, I think it's 22. I'd have to shoot. I'd have to add it up. I think it's 22. I think that's right. And uh, and you're bringing that Holcomb guy back with you again this year, right? Oh, absolutely. Robert Allen yeah. back next year, the whole crew? Everybody's everybody's on board. It's Very been cool. Fun. Very you know, cool. It's, uh, it's been fun having Adam Hildebrandt, Pet Shelf, and Dion Amati heavily yeah. involved. and uh, So that's been fun. So, yeah, everything, all the pieces, all the pieces are back. Well, very cool. Dave, it was great to see you uh, last week. The Cowboys uh, open the season on a Thursday night, September 1, against Central Michigan. That game will be at Boone Pickens Stadium. Dave, thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. We appreciate it. Oh, absolutely, Toby. Look forward to seeing you hopefully sooner rather than later, my friend. All right. Talk to you soon, Dave. Thanks. See you, man. We go. Dave Hunziker, Thursday night football for its 25 days for the Sooners, 23 days away for the Cowboys, TJ, as they'll take on the Chippewas on Thursday night football to open the season on the first day of September. We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Well, we have... uh... Still 22 minutes to go in the show. We've already unveiled two teams, talked to a play-by-play guy, lost a listener. It's been a busy show so far today, TJ. I've sat here and gotten angry over the last 15 minutes as this morning has gone along. Now I'm in a bad mood. Oh, now what are you angry about, I just The text line today, people off the air. Um, What's going on? I'm just griping and complaining, and you're right. It's like a Tuesday after a loss. It has exploded today, and now it's put me in a bad mood. That guy that wanted to be our programmer and tell us how to do our show, You're right. like, <laughs> those people tick me off. <laughs> hey, today for lunch, dude, I'm having leftover chicken from the chicken I had last night. <laughs> Might even have a muffin with it. Hey, man, I'm just happy he liked the way I called the game. That was uh, I don't care if he listens to my radio show or not. He got me it. He's a great play-by-play guy. Yeah, yeah, that was fine. That's fine. Uh, so you got some calls off the air, people that are letting oh, you have it or then, upset or just putting you in a bad mood? David from or... New York, we mentioned earlier, is coming yeah. back at me at, so, on social media again, questioning my IQ because I don't see that Brent Venables is a bleep hire. Uh, now, he's smarter mm. than I am because he knows it's a bad hire. Uh, mm. Yeah, guess away, David. Guess away. We're all guessing. Look, I don't know if it's a good or a bad hire. Neither do you. So quit acting like your IQ is so much higher because you're saying it's a bad hire. 
This is the David that called in to the show after ours, the uh, uh, Plank yes, Show yesterday. to the Plank Show. That thinks I've banned him now. I wasn't even on the board then. But I might ban you now. I raised my interns better than this. So you better watch yourself or you'll end up like Chippy. Boy, he really is in a bad mood, folks. You put him in a bad mood. This person on this Air Comfort Solutions test line, get that poke off the phone. Mm. Um, Deshaun Watson gets six games. Kel Gundy's career is over. Uh, so many angry people on here. Woke is on here a lot suddenly today. Hmm. Anybody want to explain <laughs> Kel's daughter's tweet yesterday? <laughs> is that a tweet or are you asking no, me? No, that's, that's a text. <laughs> text? <laughs> Some of these aren't even on uh, the text plus line that they're paying for, and I'm reading them. We really opened up Pandora's box when we offered the... Uh, Guaranteed to be read text line for five ninety nine this morning. <laughs> Which, by the way, have you given out the Venmo yet? That way people can pay us. <laughs> Venmo, I said, check my mail. Twenty twenty oh, right. East Only Alameda. Didn't <laughs> check the TJ. Guaranteed to read your text. <laughs> All right. So it sounds to me like if I put up a poll, which I'm not in a million years going to. Because I don't think it would look very good. Let me say, if I put up a poll that said, should Kale Gundy have resigned, that the majority are going to say no, based on the replies on our sports radio station. Correct? 99% of people say no, he shouldn't have resigned. And how do you feel about that? It's not my place to feel. It's for Kel to tell us what his uh, thoughts are behind it. Beyond what he's already said. Beyond what he's already said, yes. yeah. If he would like to come on and explain and say, hey, look. We looked at different scenarios. I'm the one that said this is best for me to resign. Then, didn't he say that? Well, I'm saying outside of a statement. Let's let's hear him say it and, and go into maybe some detail. But no, I get what you're saying. Uh, yes, that's what he said. This was my decision. <laughs> I decided it was the right thing to do. Brent said, "Hey, this was Kel's decision. He knew it was the right thing to do. This is what he did." Now, did Brent? Direct him into that, perhaps. So many angry people, including me, for all different reasons. The problem is, if you put a poll like that out there, that 99% of the people, or whatever it is, the overwhelming majority say, you know how that gets perceived nationwide. Well, those people feel like it's okay to say that. That's what it comes off as. Right. Those people support that kind of behavior. At Oklahoma, it's okay to do that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. See, even the fans all agree it's okay to do that kind of a thing. People understand that, right? Maybe not. Mm, maybe not. Maybe not. Hmm. All right. Well, buckle up, I guess. Uh, here's a uh, one on the It'll be an interesting line. day. 
Cubs fan here. When the Cubs-Reds fill the games coming up, both teams down in the dumps right now. But which team do you think wins the division between the two? <laughs> hey, did you see the unis they're wearing? Um, I don't think I've seen the unis the, they're wearing. The, the, they uh, released them yesterday. They're both wearing these sweet throwback unis. Remember when the, the Yankees and White Sox yeah, did this yeah. last year where they, it looks like they're – so they released the uh, Reds and Cubs, which I apologize to the country that the Field of Dreams game this year is two awful baseball teams. Um, that stinks. But the unis are sweet. Sweet. <laughs> it's it's going to be really cool. I am looking forward to it. Irrationally looking forward to this game. Uh, just for the setting and everything. Like They're going to have Joey Votto and I think Ian Happ are going to be able they're, – they're both going to be mic'd up with earpieces, as I understand it, to talk to each other. And the announcers uh, during the game. Yeah, that'll be fun. So um, I don't know if that includes at-bats. I would imagine not. I don't know, though. Because we've seen it sometimes in all-star games where they've – didn't somebody have it during an at-bat this year? Or the yes. uh, the pitcher had it on the mound. I think somebody had it. Oh, the pitcher anyway. had it on the mound. Uh, uh, oh, the kid Alec from West Manoa. Virginia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Manoa. And then there was a, a hitter that had it, too. Uh, and he kept talking to the catcher during the at-bat, uh, asking what he was going to pitch to him. Right, 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 right. Uh, so I don't know how, the extent that they're going to have it. It is a regular season game. It counts, but both teams are terrible. So does it really, you know I mean? Uh, so anyway, but I'm looking forward to that Thursday uh, a whole lot. You get, you need to Google up the uh, unis or search for it on t- uh, social media or something because they are very cool. All right, we need a break. We've got one more segment when we come back. We'll uh, try to empty out as many of your text messages as we can. Remember, no plank this week. He's on vacation. What a week to pick to go on vacation. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. No crossover today, so I'll bring it back here because I've not given an RK Black liner yet today. They have brought you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Been in business since 1952, helping you with your small and medium-sized businesses in Kansas and Oklahoma. Network solutions, document management, copiers, fax, printers, that can help your office out. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. And a really important question has just come in on the text line, Toby. All right. Air Comfort Solutions text line. She says, really important question for y'all. I'm getting my nails done at lunch. What color should I get? Mm. Well, if you're asking me, like the hot colors right now are fuchsia, mint green, periwinkle, something like that. Um, Navy is a hot color right now in the nail world. So I'm going to suggest one of those. Perhaps a nice mint green. Interesting, TJ. Might uh, not crimson. Saying I mean, every if you want to color go colors except for crimson. Uh, obviously, the right answer is crimson. So interesting take by you. Anti OU take by you today, TJ. No, 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 an anti anything take. Noted. All right, what else you got? Maybe some more important questions on the text line. Let's empty it out today, TJ. Empty um, it out. Let's see. Angry Tuesday. 
Brent has proven himself to be a good head coach up to this point. The recruiting has been above expectations without playing a game. I wanted Brent and still do. But after second statement released from Brent, the feeling was it was too harsh and made Kel look worse. And honestly, I felt it made OU look worse. The second statement shouldn't have been said. Maybe it was forced by administration or maybe it was his words. We probably won't know, but there is definitely more pressure now and fans have a shorter leash in coming to Venable's defense. If he wins and continues good recruiting, it will be forgotten quickly. I don't think he meant to be harsh or to make Kel look worse. I think his point was... Look, this was the decision that was made. Kel felt it was the right thing to do to step down and resign after what he had done. The season's starting. Let's uh, let's get to work and, and move forward. Like, this is what it is. Kel's not coming back. Let's move forward as a program. I think that's what he was meaning there. I don't think he was meaning to make it feel like he was throwing Kel under the bus more or anything. Man, there's a lot I don't understand about people's reactions. Like, I there's I mean, a say, lot I'm saying, dude, that I I'm thoroughly so confused. We haven't got through that. They're just angry today, man. I'm thoroughly confused about how some people have reacted to this. I'm all for Brent and soul mission and and all the things he has to say about building character and doing it all the right thing. But that I mean, it really doesn't apply in all situations. If I don't think a coach should go, like I'm I don't understand like. Uh, this is bizarre. This is a bizarre universal reaction, in my opinion. Not universal. It's not universal. These are, the, you know, you tend to be the angry people that reach out on a text line or a Twitter line, especially when, as far as we know, this was a uh, resignation. I mean, nobody has said otherwise, right? Yet nobody has come out and no. said it was forced or fired or. Anything, as far as we know so far, what has been said by all parties is Kale realized his mistake and resigned. So, again, here goes naive Toby again. I, I, is, I just tend to take people at their word until proven otherwise. So everyone's just convinced this is a, some sort of a conspiracy teach? Is that what you're reading out there? That there, is, there are sides to be taken here. We got to do it like we do in politics and everything else. Everybody choose a team. Let's mm-hmm. fight about it. Yeah, and even if um, he was forced to do this, there are probably reasons surrounding that too, with some pensions and some other things involved there. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I. Either way. It is what it is at this point. Like, he's not coming back. Like, I think there's a lot of people that think they're going to get this change and that Kel's going to come back and be back with the program within the next couple of days. And that's, it's just not happening at this point. And uh, so many on here still over what's happening with the athlete. Why is he still with the program? Why isn't he punished? And as we've said many times, we don't know if he's been punished or not. We have no idea what has happened. We have no idea if, uh, you know, what was on the iPad, what the lyrics were, what, if it was rap lyrics, if it was something else, if it was text messages. We don't know. And I'm going to assume if he wasn't paying attention and got in trouble for it, that he's going to be punished in some way. He's probably be spent some time with Schmitty. Schmitty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
Like, and it's not. Brent's not going to come out and say, "Don't worry, all you that are angry over uh, the athlete, he's been punished now." Like, I don't, I don't see him coming out and saying that. Like, it's going to be handled internally, and it is what it is. This was something that you release a coach or a coach resigns, however you want to look at it. It was going to become public knowledge. They had to release the statements and let it be known. Whatever went on with the athlete probably won't ever come out unless they want to say something about it. And they've probably been told, don't. Man, just a messy, sad situation. Puzzling, infuriating. The reaction to it has been fascinating and upsetting and I just hate. I hate it all. I hate every part of this. I hate every part of it. Uh, anything else before we get out? What time? Are we I just want to cheer you up. I'm fine. Before we go now and yeah, say, okay. spend the rest of your morning thinking about Jasmine and her missing muffins. <laughs> I do. I don't know why people find Jasmine irritating. She's just a ray of sunshine. She's just a ray. She's always smiling. She's always got something funny to say. She's entertaining. Hobbling and squeaking on her on her thing. Oh, man. Thank you, TJ. You put me in a good mood. Appreciate it, Jasmine. Uh, she's kind of playing a good game, too. I, she's got no chance of winning, but has she come anywhere remotely close to a block? Not yet. Not at all. No. I mean, she's not going to win a vote, but she's, she's playing the good floater game so far, so. All right, uh, top uh, top of the hour. We're done. Uh, coming up next, you got is it the same? Is it Josh and you again today? All right, very good. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.